Welcome to the Love Me Hard podcast, where we chat about all things dating, love, and sex. I'm your host, Saida Neri, and I'm a self-worth and dating coach, teaching you how to find and keep your Mr. Right as a powerhouse woman. Your love life doesn't have to be a struggle, and I'm sharing exactly how to love and be loved hard. Hey guys, happy new year. Wow, what a year 2022 was at least for me. I know so many of you had ups and downs and that's okay. That's part of life. Um, But here we are, 2023. Let's fucking go. I know that you, if you are listening to this podcast, that you are desiring love this year. You are ready for a relationship where your man is committed to you. He's loyal to you. He's there for you. You guys are making pancakes on Sundays, right? Maybe going to do that brunch thing, taking hikes, like all of the things. And I want you to know that all of this is available to you. On this episode, I am going to share a five-step strategy that you need to really get ahead of and solidify for yourself in order to be successful in love and dating this year. Instead of looking at as dating as the thing that you have to do and it's super stressful, I want you to take a look at it from the perspective of like, okay, if this is the job, if this is the task, what do I need to do? Who do I need to be to be successful at this? And when you approach it from that lens, girls, it is just so much easier because now you remove the drama of finding love. So that is what we're going to cover today, right? There's this saying that if you fail to plan, then plan to fail. And so this episode is going to cover the strategy, what daily actions that you should be taking in order to create the result of your ideal relationship. But before I do that, I want to celebrate my client A, leave it at that, She joined Attraction Alchemy a few months ago, and I'm really proud of all of the progress and growth that she has personally made. She joined the program because she was heartbroken over this guy that it's been it's been a hot minute. You know, she's gone to therapy and she's done all of these things, and it's taking her a little bit of time to heal from that heartbreak. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. It's a process and timelines are different for everybody. But one of the things that I had my girls do inside of the program, I was like, what are some of your wins in the first three months of the program? And I was just floored by how much growth that my client A has made. First and foremost, she got the push, the lovely nudge for me to block her ex on social media. And the thing is, this is something that a lot of my clients struggle with because they want to still feel connected. And when you see this person's name or face or life pop up, you're instantly brought back to those memories. Now there's new pain. And the reality is it's past does not exist. So that was like one thing I was really proud of her, proud of her to be able to do. And I know that's incredibly hard. The other thing that she learned was that it's okay to go from being sad to neutral versus being happy, right? Like heartbreak isn't I'm sad to now I'm happy. Heartbreak is I'm sad to I'm getting over this to I'm neutral to I can see the possibility of a better life to now I am happy, right? So I think that for her was a huge win. And then also 
saying yes to herself, like indulging in things or splurging on things that maybe she normally wouldn't have otherwise, whether that's self-care, getting her hair cut, nails, mammies, petties, like all of the things that sometimes my clients feel guilty for, even though they are very successful, even though there's really nothing stopping them except for their brain, which are assholes. We all have asshole brains. So I just wanted to celebrate that um, win for her. And if this is resonating for you, if you're ready to love on yourself, if you're ready to just be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done waiting. I really want 2023 to be the year where I finally understand what it means to love on myself. I finally am stepping up to becoming the woman that is like worthy and ready of creating her ideal relationship. I would love to invite you to work with me inside of my one-on-one coaching container. One-on-one is a six-month container where you and I speak every week, right? 45 minutes at a time um, about the things that you're struggling with. You'll also get access to me pretty much 24-7 via Voxer. It's an app that I use with my one-on-one clients. And what's great about this is that this container is really designed for the woman that doesn't have time, but knows that she wants to get maximum results in the shortest amount of time. She really values her time and cherishes it. So this container is perfect for you if you're ready to get that high touch, high impact support, and ultimately the transformation that you are desiring. Um, And if you are interested in that, go to the link, go to the link in my show notes, excuse me, and just apply. And if I think we're a good fit, I will certainly reach out to you and we'll schedule a call. All right. So now let's talk about the dating strategy that you need to find love this year. The very, very first thing is really more on the internal side, and that's getting your standards, boundaries, and like your non-negotiables like super clear. So what I mean by that is, you know, at your heart of hearts, in your heart of hearts, that you are worthy, your self-worth is not contingent upon anyone, it is not dependent on your job or what you look like, or whether you're single or whatever whatever the outside thing is, right? You know, like I am the whole motherfucking table and really feel good about that. You're clear on the behaviors that you are willing to accept from a potential date, from a potential partner. And most importantly, you're very clear on your non-negotiables. And what I mean by that is, let's say for you, one of the things that is like a hard no is that the person that you date has to be um, Christian. Like that faith, your faith is really important to you. So you're not going to date a non-Christian. So now let's say you match with a guy and he happens to be Jewish. You're going to say no, like, my faith is important to me, even though this guy's really hot and he checks off all these other boxes. I know religion is a non-negotiable for me. I'm going to say thank you next, right? Religion is a, is a bit more of an extreme example for illustrative purposes here, but you get my point, right? So what are those other non-negotiables? It might be, you know what? You don't want someone that smokes, maybe, you know, someone that doesn't have kids. Um, maybe they need to live in the same state as you because you have kids and you can't leave or your job is like a job where you can't leave the state, right? Like whatever those things are, it might be a dietary constraint. It might be, 
your political views. Like maybe you're a hardcore Republican and you're like, no way to Democrats or vice versa, whatever. You get my point. Write this shit down because here's what's going to happen. If you are not clear on what you want, the universe is unclear on what to send you. And then you're going to be in relationships that'll turn into situationships because you weren't clear in the first place. And your soul is like, what are you doing, woman? Okay, so get clear on that. And then also in that vein, get super clear on your boundaries, right? So boundaries are essentially a form of a way to protect yourself, right? Boundaries aren't there to manipulate or control the other person. It's just there to make sure that you are clear on what behavior is acceptable. You have a plan in place if this person or people cross your boundary And that most importantly, you are going to follow through on executing that. When we work together, there's like seven different boundary types that we will work through um, because it's important to be clear on that. Because if you're not clear on that, kind of like your non-negotiables, men are going to push you. They're going to test your boundaries. So it's important that you're rock solid on your boundaries and they're not loosey-goosey, okay? Like that's the thing. No loosey-goosey boundaries around here. Okay, so that's the inside stuff. Now, step two is the outside stuff. Okay, you guys, what you look like actually matters, especially when you're dating, okay? So I say this with love. Like, if you are not happy with how you look, go fix it, okay? If you don't like your hair, maybe you have acne on your face, Like, go to the dermatologist, go to the hair salon, go get your roots done, right? Maybe you're not happy with, like, the muffin top or, you know, a few extra pounds like the holidays, you know, were really good to you, but not so good to you. Get on a treadmill, hire a personal trainer, download an app. Like, the apps are so cheap. There's, like, so many free videos on YouTube that you can, like, just play and, like, work out. Get your wardrobe right. Like, no one wants... A guy does not want to date his mom in terms of like how you look. So if you look like your mom in terms of mom wardrobe, like grow freshen that shit up. Hire a personal stylist. Go to Pinterest. Like go Google things, right? You really want to put your best foot forward because we are visual creatures. Now y'all can come at me and say, well, if a man can't accept me at my worst, then he can't accept me at my best. Bitch, he doesn't know you. He doesn't know you. And if the same guy showed up, you know, in boxers, his pants hanging down halfway down his ass in a wife beater, you're not going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to marry this guy. You're going to think the guy that's dressed up in a sexy suit and his hair like slicked back or to the side, you're like, ooh, give me some of that candy. That's the truth. So go take care of that outside stuff because that is a reflection. And this is the important part. It is a reflection of how you think about yourself, how you perceive yourself on the inside. So if you're not going to take care of yourself on the outside, it means you're not taking care of yourself on the inside. So now you might be like predisposed to health issues. And if you're not at your best, then how are you going to show up in a relationship? Because you're not at your best. So go handle your shit. And I say that with so much love. So much love. All right, part three of the dating strategy is getting clear on 
where you will meet men. Now, this is incredibly important because there are so many ways you can meet men, even if you live in a shithole city in a shithole state. By the way, those are all thoughts. They're not facts. Men are everywhere and you can meet them anywhere, but you need to have a plan on how to make that happen. Are you going to be dating online? Okay, what apps are you going to go on? How do you know which apps are the most effective? Do you have an optimized online dating profile? I have a whole episode on that. Okay, that's important. Some apps are better suited for certain individuals. Are you going to be like, nope, no online dating for me. Like I only want to meet men in real life. Okay, what is the plan related to that? How are you going to get the word out that you're single and available? I highly recommend if you're looking to meet men in real life, put yourself in situations that you enjoy doing. Think about the guy and what he might be doing and putting yourself in that situation. So maybe it's like, hey, the guy that you're that you would like, you know, plays golf. All right, well, go to the driving range. Right? You start playing golf. Or you want a guy that's physically fit. Amazing. Go to the gym. Go to different gyms. Right? You have to be available. Like when it comes to like property, right? Location, location, location. And I'm not saying that you're property. But what I am saying is that location and accessibility does matter. Out of sight, out of mind. So make yourself super visible. Tell all your friends that you're single. And if they know anyone, let them, you know, like provide them with your contact information. This is where you're going to really need to leverage your network. Join meetup groups. Like there's so many different ways to meet people, but you have to like actually do the work to make that happen and not be, again, loosey-goosey about it. Think about how you would approach a project at work, right? What are the steps? All right, cool. How committed are you to following through on those steps? What happens if things don't work out? Are you going to pivot or are you going to give up? Okay, number four. I love this one. This one is date like a diva and really embody your feminine energy. And what I mean by that is stop dating like you're a guy. Okay. So a lot of you are super successful. You're independent. You would describe yourself as like a strong alpha female. And I love that. I'm for that. I am that too in my life. 1000%. But when it comes to romantic relationships, that same energy is cock blocking you from actually creating your ideal relationship, right? Because when it comes to relationships, men and women, right? There's this notion of energetic polarity. There's masculine energy and feminine energy. And in order for a man to find you attractive, like in his essence, you need to have that feminine energy. Otherwise, what's going to end up like the deal here is that you're essentially a woman, right? But you're like, you're like a dude in a woman's body, right? Because you're operating a lot in that masculine energy. And what that looks like is you're planning all the dates, you're paying for him, you're texting him first. You're just like doing, 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 leading, 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 trying to get to the next level in the relationship. Like, hey, where are we going? What's going on? Like, there's really no opportunity or space for him to step up. He's not planning the dates, you're doing that. Right. And so he feels like, well, you don't really need him. 
And once a man feels like you don't need him, then he's not going to be around because men need to be needed. Men need to be respected. Like they need, need that. So this is actually, to be honest, one of the biggest challenges that my clients struggle with and probably you struggle with, and you may not even know. And how you know you struggle with this is because if you're, if you're attracting unavailable men, if you're finding yourself in one night stands or situationships, or you're the one that's, you know, really pushing things forward in a relationship or Googling all of the restaurants, reading all of the reviews and confirming dates and saying, Hey, are we meeting up? Are we doing this? What's happening? You're in that masculine energy and it's just not going to work out for you. I'm sorry. So that's, that's the shit that you need to clean up. And that is something that I do with my clients. And then finally, this is probably as important as they're all really important. Okay. So the last one, number five is continue to live your motherfucking life. Live your life. Just because you're dating someone or dating people doesn't mean the rest of your life stops. If you go to a weekly Pilates class, go to a weekly Pilates class. If you have this thing with Tupperware, right? Like Tupperware parties, go do your Tupperware parties. Do not stop and do not change your entire life for some dick. And I say that with love. Sometimes you do want that, right? But like, If you want a sustained, long-term committed relationship, it's important to not lose yourself in a relationship. Because once you do that, you lose your sense of self and the very thing that attracted the man to you, you're going to lose that. And they feel that energy. They know they've got you. They do whatever they want. So it's important to build some mystery. It's important to have a life outside of your partner, of your date. And even when you're married, ladies, it's important to still have your own life. There's you, there's him, then there's an us. So think about in the past, how have you stopped living your life when you've been in a relationship? How have you kind of slipped into this role of, yeah, I'm available whenever you need me to be available. Oh, I'll cancel my plans, no problem. Or you block time. And don't make plans with your friends because, you know, just in case this guy says he's available, I want to be available. No, don't do that. He has to adjust his schedule to you. And yes, of course, down the line, there's going to be a little bit of, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Right. But in the beginning stages of courtship, girl, go live your motherfucking life. Okay. I feel like I was really feisty in this episode, you guys, but I think that's going to be the vibe of 2023 for me. I think feisty might be my word. I don't know. Do you guys do like words of the year? Have you settled on one? I'd love to know. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Side the Love Coach. And also, please let me know if this podcast episode was helpful, how this is landing for you. And then if you'd like my help, let's get to work. Let's get you that like partner, your boyfriend, whatever kind of relationship that you are desiring, I can totally help you. Go to the link in show notes to apply and we will make love happen for you. All right, my loves, until next, next, oh my gosh, I was going to say next year, but no, until next week, happy dating. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you in any way, make sure to share it on social media and tag me. I love seeing all the ways you're falling in love. 
Also, please make sure to subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Until next time, happy dating.